You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. What is going on, everybody? It is hot outside, but it's really chilly inside. But it's okay, because things are about to heat up, because my guest today is a hunky hunky musician, and he's got like a voice that is just going to make your panties drop, if I'm being honest. Oh, man. He's got some beats. He's got some hits. He knows how to like throw in the sound bites he used to be a vine star and now you know since that died he had a he had to become a musician and That's an right. actor and now he's just tearing up the game please welcome my guest today mr cody johns thank you zach i really appreciate you having me and what an intro <laughs> i gotta take you around with me man that'd be great if i'll just, be your hype man yeah, i'll just get everybody pumped for wherever you. i go just have you announce me in that'd be lovely i like do people give you shit for having two names Two first you know, names. Some, like, uh, I get it all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. You have it more than me, though, because like my last name is John. It has an S, yeah. But it has an S, but some people still give me that you have the two first names thing. I'm like, hey, listen, look, I was made for entertainment. Uh, what, what can I say? <laughs> it's the two first name people thing. People add an S all the time, and I don't mind because at least it sounds more like a last name and not two first names. But I'm like, you know what? It's... So it's not a stage name like you're Zach Peter. Like that's uh, the, the middle Peter's name. Peter's my middle, middle okay. name. Yeah. So okay. I killed the last name. So I technically do have two first names, but like, you know what? I'm just, I'm rocking. No, embrace it. Let's just embrace exactly. it. Exactly. I'm cool with it, you know? Yes. Okay. So Cody, before we get into mm-hmm. it, you have to answer my icebreaker questions. Okay. Five, uh, four questions mm-hmm. that um, are really just kind of humanize you and break the ice. Okay. Even though it's already really chilly in here. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, first question. What's one word your mom would use to describe you? Probably obedient because obedient. I was a pretty like, like a dog. No, as in like a child, okay. like growing up, like I was like the good, I like to call myself the good son, but okay. it was also a play on words because there was a movie called The Good Son with Macaulay Culkin where yes. he was like a murderer. Yeah. So I was like, you know, like all, only my good side was in the light and like anything I did wrong, like no one found out about. So I would say like, if you're talking about like young Cody, I would say obedient because I was a pretty good kid. Okay. You have a brother, but mm-hmm. how many, how many are there? There's three of us. Three total, of So there's Marcus and then Shelby. Okay, and you're the oldest. And I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest of seven. Seven? Yeah, my dad didn't believe in birth control. Or at least he forgot. Well, (laughs) lots of entertainment around the house, I'm guessing, growing up. Uh, Give me a fun fact. What's one thing people would not expect about Cody Jones? One fact about me is um, I can do a backflip. I was not trained in any type of way. Is there anything you can't do? I'm not that great of a dancer. Okay. Like, unfortunately, like I, like I got, I'm a, yeah, I know. I'm like a very well-rounded guy. Like I like to call myself a jack of all trades. I'm not like incredible at one thing, but I can do like a lot of things creatively too. But, uh, dancing, like I just got to work on it. Like I'll get good. Okay. I just, I just got to practice and like n- get, get the swag on that. Yeah. You know I feel I mean? like that's a, that's a, a skill you can build upon. Like if you yeah. can't sing, like if you're tone deaf and you can't hit a beat like you're screwed if you want to do music yeah, yeah sort of singing you can still be a producer though like even okay. if you can't sing like even if you can just like put music together like that's i like there so you still have a chance to work in music <laughs> even if you're tone deaf <laughs> there's not you're not a lost cause no um what is your drink of choice my drink of choice is do you know alcoholic or like alcohol or, or not? If you okay, we'll do boring. both. Let's just do okay, both. both. Um, well, alcoholic. I like a nice glass of white wine. You okay, know? Uh, I don't mind it. Or like a gentlemanly scotch. You okay, know? like straight. Like as long as it's like little sips, like it's all good. What is you know? the difference between scotch and whiskey? And isn't there a third one? You can't ask me that question. I feel like they're question. all the same. <laughs> no, I, like, yeah. I mean, there are certain... Bur- bur- bourbon? Bourbon. 
bourbon, bourbon, uh, bourbon, scotch, and whiskey. Are yeah, the three. They, they're, they're very like in my mind, it's like I, I I know how to order like a whiskey or a scotch and like yeah. different brands that are scotch and whiskey, but like I, I don't know the proper definition of the difference. Like, yeah, do you know? I don't know. Uh, well, I just know there are four options. There's there's bourbon, there's whiskey, there's scotch, and then there's Fireball, which nobody should ever drink. What? I, I actually don't mind Fireball. You don't like mine? It has, like, formaldehyde in it. Oh, it's, like, okay. worse than alcohol. It's, like, going to kill you from wait, the inside out. Wait, in out. Fireball? In Fireball. Okay, I, I, I got to dump so. it down the sink. I heard That's that it. somewhere. Somebody probably tweeted it, and I believe everything they tweet. Oh, okay. All right, well, it's out the window now. No more Fireball. <laughs> um, okay, last question, which is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. If you had to be reincarnated as a Kardashian, which one would it be? Uh, Kardashians only are like Jenners. All Jenner, Car- yeah. Car Jenners are all on the table. Well, can I say this? Like, people say that, like, I resemble Scott Disick. Like, oh. I, I don't know why. Like, when my hair is longer and, like, I slick it back, like, people are like, you look like Scott a little bit. So, and, like, I, like sometimes I check out his Instagram and, like, he's, like, posting all these sick cars and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, it'd be nice to just have, like, one of those, like, that collection of cars he's that got this man has, you know? Great style. He's great got style. great taste in cars and great taste in, like, real estate and, like, interior yeah. and design. he's on, like, a private jet all the time. All I'm just like, time. you know what? It would be cool to just come back as, like, I know he's removed some. <laughs> what from the Kardashians, but like he's family. So it's like, I'd come back as Scott. I think he still has like a, a small recurring role. Yeah. Okay. He's still making a check. Yeah. From, he's from still the got something. Yeah. yeah. He's still part of the clan. Yeah. I like that. Would you be Lord Cody? Yeah. He's like, Lord, let the d- Lord be with yeah, you. Yeah. There you, know? you go. You have to commit. I'm sure. Yeah. I commit to it, you know? <laughs> okay. So you, so did you get your start on Vine? Okay. So I got my start. Talk in, me through the timeline. So I, I've been in entertainment since I was a young kid, but I lived in Florida. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have LA and the auditions that were out here in in abundance. So I was kind of limited and there was only like maybe one or two auditions like every few months. So the Miami market is a lot smaller. There's less competition there, but that was like the hub because I mean, LA is almost 3000 miles away from Florida. So uh, my mom, I got a shout out to my mom and my dad who've always kind of supported this kind of dream uh, of being in entertainment, knowing the risks and like, you know, the, the tough chances of making it. And they were always supportive of like jumping through and over all the weird hoops of like the people that are just trying to make money off of you with pictures and like the phony Hollywood stuff. Like my mom actually jumped through and got me. My first agent was Wilhelmina was when I was, when I was 11 years old. And I did a lot of print work as a young kid because I was told like, look, if you want to break into like commercials or, or do, uh, you know, television shows or do movies, you got to start with building a resume. You got to do modeling and then do commercials and then build your way up. So I actually got my start. My, my first made major, uh, thing that I booked was a movie called I am number four and I yes. played a character and I was in, and, and they, my character was in the Florida shooting because they they casted locally okay. and I actually booked a role and I got to do some stunts and I had two lines <laughs> in a feature film that came out in theaters, which is a really big deal for me. It sort of jump started, and they made the movie. Yeah. 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 And it was, it was, uh, they shot, they shot most of it, I think in Ohio, but like they had like some Florida scenes that they shot with okay. like the water and we did some jet skiing and stuff. Um, so technically like I had been, I've been doing this a, a long time since I was a kid, but I guess you could say like my rise to, I guess, notoriety was through Vine, which was a to- complete accident. Yeah. How just did like everybody th- else. How did that happen? What happened was like is, now everybody's trying to build a brand on social yeah, media. So yeah. I, like talk me through how it happens. Like before this was even a thing. Look, we weren't even trying to do it for the fame or, and at the time there was no money 
involved yeah. in in social media at that point like that that I knew of um but uh i I found the app and like I, the the type of people that I saw doing content on the app were kind of doing really goofy and kind of funny things and like i'm I'm like a funny guy, but like I'm more like a skit kind of dramatic type actor. But like I immediately thought like this app would be great for my brother to do because he's a really super goofy guy. Yeah. So we kind of started doing Vine like roughly at the same time. Um, and then all of a sudden it, it was kind of like if you got in at the right time in like one of those multi-level marketing companies or whatever, yeah. we just were kind of in there and our content was kind of hitting popular page like very early in the app. So when the influx of audience came on, we, you know, and, and a, several other creators were kind of like the forefront of the app and it became just a huge entertainment hub. And I think at, I remember like at the, at the height of it, I think someone was saying that like it was getting a hundred million unique views a month. So I didn't realize like how, how big it was yeah. almost until like later. I mean, like people would notice us and whatever, but like, you know, at some, some points we would go to the mall and like, it would just be like a, like crazy. Like we'd get seen by like every Every like tenth people, tenth person would like recognize us, and, and was, that's when you were still in Florida. I or would, it, it was weird. My brother and I. It was funny. A lot of people didn't know we were brothers until like much later because we were. I was in L.A. working and mm. building and collabing, and my brother was in Florida doing his thing. Okay. So when it came together, it kind of became this even like crazier beyond type type of thing. So uh, yeah, that was a wild ride. But you know what? Thankfully, we built uh, an audience of fans there that really followed us and didn't just say, Oh, like we knew you on vine, but like, nah, it's like, no man, like we, you know, I have almost 700,000 followers on Instagram, you know, almost 400,000 followers on Twitter. It wasn't just like a one right. platform wonder. Like a lot of people really cared about me and my life and, you know, a few other select creators as well. Um, and followed us to other platforms. And now that this is why it's amazing to be doing this music stuff. Um, because it's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. It's, it's part of the reason why I moved out to LA in 2012. I moved out with nothing with like $900 to my name and I was sleeping on couches and stuff. And, uh, it, it's just, it's just crazy how like, there's now an audience of people who, who don't care necessarily what platform it is or whatever. They're just fans of me and they're yeah. absorbing and supporting anything that I want to do and put out. You know? I think that's when it's, that's when you're doing it right. When you're not like putting all your eggs in one basket, like you see some of these people, some of these um, Instagram influencers. and like, that's really where they're betting all of their money is on sure. monetizing their Instagram account. And look, we saw Vine die. We saw MySpace die. Like these platforms aren't going to be around forever. So what happened when Vine died and you, d you really didn't have that core platform anymore and you kind of had to transition into something else because some of those stars did kind of die with the app. It was interesting. I always try to equate it to people who were maybe on YouTube or on Twitter or another platform where you can have followers. And I was yeah. like, how would you feel if you lost 4 million in one day? Yeah. And that really put it into perspective. It's like, wow, like imagine if a YouTuber, imagine if, imagine if somebody was cut off at 4 million followers before their potential, before you even knew where it could have gone for yeah. them. I mean, this, this happened in a period of, of three years, like the, the, the inception, the happening, and then it just being completely gone. So it's a really bizarre story. But as far as your, your question about, um, the platforms and stuff, like there are certain people, I guess, that resonate with, with an audience that are kind of anomalies, which it, it's hard, it's hard to kind of break down. Um, but I, I've always been like a proponent of, you have to have you have to be doing multiple things. You cannot yeah. put all your eggs in, in one YouTube. Yeah. If you're going to be a digital creator, you can't put it all on Instagram. Um, and I just think that, it, and just for the record, like when Vine was kind of becoming out the door, like towards the end for like the last year and 
we had already kind of not put our eggs in a different basket. We were like, well, you know, the audience is clearly, it's not resonating here. Like a lot of the big creators were finding success elsewhere. So a lot of eyes were elsewhere instead of the Vine app. And, and they had not created a way for creators to monetize on the app. Right. So a lot of people were looking elsewhere because this is the future of their careers is yeah. in the hands of, of the, of the platforms that they're going to invest in. So, um, it didn't really, imp I, I tell people like, it didn't really impact me, um, necessarily because I was already working and building and I was built on other platforms already. I was monetizing other platforms already. So it wasn't necessarily detrimental to my career that it was gone. In fact, like people, 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 uh, they relate relevancy with making money. Mm -hmm. You know, people think that if someone's popping, getting all the YouTube views, they're the ones making all the money, but it's like, no, anyone who has capitalized has learned the system and how it works and has partnered with certain brands to carry themselves over. And like, I'm just, I'm transparent with people. Like I, I've done as well as I've ever done, like beyond 2015, like when, when the whole, you know, 16, when, when the vine stuff went, I I'm doing just as well. And, you know, we're in other places and like, I've, I'm still investing in the music project, but like now I'm finally seeing like a return on my investment in music, which is incredible. And I'm like, I'm selling tickets to shows yeah. and I'm, and fans are buying VIP yeah, to shows. Like 15 years ago, that was really challenging to do yeah. was to have a music career and consistently bring in revenue aside from CD sales. Yeah. And being with a major label yeah. and, and I'm able to be independent, independent. and I can self fund myself and, and utilize my current fans, the ones that support my music, which is amazing. You know, thoughts on IGTV. It's so soon to yeah. really predict. Um, I wonder how it's going to go. Um, I'm actually right now I'm trying to think of like what type of content would work well there for me. Um, and just, I feel like I'm the type of creative that goes through stages in life where there where the the creativity is different like maybe there will be a time where like i want to focus on just writing because i love writing as well i love screenwriting and like short story short film writing and stuff like that and i'm i'm in a season of music right now and i'm trying to think of what kind of content can i utilize and capitalize um and i'm trying to think of like behind the scenes type stuff like creating uh, how i made certain songs and i've done a few videos on my personal youtube channel that's just like my music videos and stuff um but it's it's up in the air man like what do you think like what have you seen work like, <laughs> i don't know i mean it's it's getting really popular i actually think it might be here to stay yeah but then again there was like that app from a, a few months ago that everybody was downloading that was free for like the first million people and like that was like a hot minute and that was done in two seconds yeah and it's a really tough time like yeah. for for social platforms it's almost like how we're seeing the staples of like netflix and hulu and like the streaming platforms and seeing which ones are going to be here to stay like yeah. spotify um and now there's youtube music yeah um and of course there's apple music and like we're seeing like the almost the establishment platforms taking heed and it may be very hard for a twitter like app to come up yeah. or an instagram like app to come up and take over because these these apps are now staples now like we're, we're seeing multiple years that these apps have been here yeah um, it's kind of like how YouTube is YouTube is YouTube. Yeah. There's nothing like, like YouTube. there's Netflix, but that's not quite YouTube. YouTube. It's not like a creator can create a profile on Netflix and host their own shows that they can self-produce. Right. It's completely different platforms. YouTube is great for what it is. Netflix is great for what it is. So as a content creator, have you thought about producing original content for platforms like YouTube red? Like I've seen a lot of influencers start to create their own shows and series, um, or are you really focusing on the music right now? No, definitely. Like I'm, I'm, you know, as a, as a creative in this modern age with digital, 
you can't just be in one lane. So yeah. like, for example, my wife and I have a joint YouTube channel, which is a lot of fun. And we think of series all the time that we would love to kind of like develop further than just our channel or partnering with a brand and doing like, for example, um, we did a, we did a YouTube video that I feel like did really well where my wife, it was during like the holiday time. And I tried Starbucks, McDonald's, and like one other type of hot chocolate versus hot chocolate my wife made. Okay. And I taste tested them all. <laughs> well, I already, I can already tell you who's going to win. Well, who do you think won? Your wife won. It didn't win. Oh. So in this particular Ooh, situation. Someone didn't get laid that night. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. There's other nights. Uh, but no, but we, we, I thought of this series and I'm like, this would be so fun to do like beyond just our channel. Like maybe yeah. doing something with YouTube Red where it's kind of like a more, like a, like a, a non-scripted series that would be fun. That That's husband and wife. That's family friendly. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. So I am always thinking of like different projects and I'm writing short kind of stories and films all the time. And, and cause you, you need a break from the one main thing that you're doing. You need an, another way to kind of express creativity in a different outlet, you know, to play with. So you and your wife are very public with your relationship. Is that at all kind of like, is there, do you have parts of your relationship that you do kind of keep private or are you for the most part kind of very transparent with, you know, being so public with your relationship? I feel like we're pretty open with yeah. people and I feel like people know us pretty well to a certain degree, but at the same time, I do want to kind of establish a, a sense of like privacy and, and real life, but it's, it's not, it's not too much necessarily because people really know us. Like I've, we've done a house tour fans know what our house like looks like. I'm not publicly posting my address, but like, you know, people know what my house looks like and we don't film the front of our house. We've yeah. only filmed inside, inside. And, and in the, in our back area. Um, but I do like to have a separation because it makes me feel like I still have a handle on something that's real life. Yeah. Like for me, cause I know there's a lot of creators and that's totally fine. They want to tell all the dirty laundry all the time. I know. And for my wife and I, like we, we kind of like to remain as normal as possible and try okay. to live a normal as life as possible without too many people like knowing our business and stuff. And, and for me, if that means that I have to sacrifice views and like popularity because I'm not being open enough with, with the audience, like I will do that because I still need to, I, I still need to feel like normal in that way. Like yeah. I still need to hold on to some things that are, that are private in my life. Not that I'm keeping any secrets from the fans. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's not like my wife's pregnant right now and it's like a big reveal <laughs> and I'm not going to do that. Like it's not, that's something you can't hide. Like yeah. eventually, like w when we decide to have a child, like people are going to realize like she's, so she's pregnant. not pregnant. Okay. That's no, not the exclusive no, in the interview. It's not. <laughs> it's not why we booked you on no, today. No. And I, and if you use that as a headline, it will get <laughs> clicks. I'm just letting you know anything with couples and, and getting pregnant. So I think, I think it's just a healthy balance. Like at least for me in my situation, because it's, I feel like I'm in a great position as far as being in entertainment, but also like a private person, almost like I am not like insanely sought after, like by crazy, like fans, like we have amazing fans who are respectful. They're supportive. They watch our videos. They comment on a lot of our stuff, but like it's at a comfortable level. And yeah. like, I'm just blessed to be where we are, where we can make a living. We can create content, but we don't have to live and breathe social media. And I, I just feel like that's a healthy place that, that we're in and, and we should be grateful for, for that. You know what I mean? So no fear of like that reality TV curse where couples that put their relationship out there, um, you know, there's the, the curse that it, it dooms the relationship. Yeah. You know what? Uh, 
my wife and I, you know, we really stand by the promise we made when we got married. And uh, we're not many people do that. I know, I know, especially in entertainment. Um, but honestly, like, if there's a point in our relationship where it's just at each other's throats and we can't take it anymore, I'm just gonna be like, look, we made a promise. You know, we're we're spiritual people, so you know, we made that promise to stay together through thick and thin, sickness and in health. So you're stuck with me, baby. So I mean, talk about a sexy bop. Like that jam is just like very fun summer, like. Thank you, Zach. Like that's why I made it. Uh, honestly, I just wanted you to bop to it. I mean, like, and that, look at look at your wife. Like she is just total badass in this video right now, dude. She's so great. I knew she would channel this role. I I thought I conceptualized this role for her and that outfit, <laughs> and I was like, babe, you're gonna kill this, and I want you to be. I want you to be Jane Bond. And I was talking about this in, in the YouTube video we released today about like we basically reacted to the video and kind of told what happened and a lot of crazy things happened like in the making of this video. But I wanted my wife to have the 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 Jane Bond kind of look where she was the one who kind of was the secret agent. And as the guy, I was the one who was not knowing what's going on because mm, in all movies, it's always roles, flipped yeah. where the male is like the one going, it's okay, baby, I got you. Like boom, 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 <laughs> and stuff. And she's just like, ah. and it's like, I wanted to flip that. And I wanted to almost be the comedic like guy who's like, what, what is this girl? Like, what, wh like, what did I get myself into? You know what I mean? Yeah. I like it. It's very Bonnie and Clyde. Was that kind of the inspiration behind the video? Yeah, I call ourselves Bonita and Clyde because she's Cuban. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> so that's how we do it. I like it. So what what is on the horizon for the music career? So I'm flying out tomorrow at noon uh, for a show in Chicago. I'm doing a show and uh, I'm headlining it. Uh, there's going to be a couple other bands playing as well, but I'm the headliner. And, uh, I'm right now, like I'm taking things slow and I'm doing kind of like one city at a time so I can kind of focus my promotion on one thing just cause I'm just getting started. Um, and you know, the way the music biz is, it's like live, you know, live music is the way, you know, you're going to make a living. So I'm really, uh, excited to be doing that. And then hopefully I'm right now, it's like a sort of a regional tour is in the works right works right now, um, mm. for the West coast. So I'm really excited about that. And, uh, hopefully that comes together and, uh, for right now, it's just kind of like I plan on doing Chicago and hopefully New York uh, soon after and uh, just getting out there and hitting the pavement. Like, I just want to get out there and get experience. Like, I'm the type of person that's like, I know that I'm like not super experienced in one area, but like, I just want to get through it and like get it done just so I know how it's going to go. And then I can just feel completely comfortable. It's kind of like interviews. It's like yeah. the first, the first few interviews I had where I was like having to sing live, it was just like. I'm like, but I'm so good in my room and like on recordings, like I'm, yeah. I'm really not bad, but like sometimes I'm like live and it's just, it's the nerves because you're yeah. just not used to something, you know, it's just how it is. It's just how and people, there's the pressure of recording yeah, and, and people watching you yeah. and like producers and cameras and that can get to you, you know? So I just want, I just want to get reps. I just want to practice and be the best I can. Nice. Okay. So would you consider yourself more of an actor or a singer or like what, how would you, like if somebody's like Cody, hi, I'm in an elevator, like, what do you do? What do you do for work? Do you work at Starbucks? Oh, in LA, I don't, like to, I, I don't like to answer <laughs> it's that question. It's the worst, right? Like, like saying, I just feel like it's hard for me to choose. Uh, obviously, like I started off acting, uh, but I've always had a passion for music. Thank, thanks to my grandfather who, rest his soul, his, he's now passed. But he was my uh, inspiration for music. And I don't know, I got, I got a laptop. I got a Mac laptop when I was 18, just right before I was going into college. Um, but just before then, I was in the musical Grease in high school and I played Kinnicky. And I was so afraid of my solo. 
you know, because I had to sing uh, Grease Lightning. Because yeah. in, in the musical, Danny Zuko doesn't sing it. Kaniki sings it. Yeah. So I was, like, so nervous about it. Go Grease Lightning, <laughs> And I was so nervous to sing that. And I, and when I did, and when I did it live, like, like a couple people came up to me and was like, amazing job, good job. And one person was like, that was the best, like, singing of the musical. Wow. And, like, I don't know if that was good or bad, but that got into my head. And I was like, wait. I can sing like this could be a thing or whatever. So the very next year when I graduated, like when I was going into, into college, I got a Mac uh, laptop and I was on GarageBand grinding it out and like learning how to like put music together and pieces together uh, into uh, where I am now, where I've, I've put out two songs that I've completely produced myself. Um, and I very much have a musical ear and it's, it's so tough. Like I go through different stages and like some creatives are this way where like they want to like, only do one thing and then like a few years later they want to dabble in something else and yeah. like right now i'm in the kind of a season of music but like i definitely love acting so much and it definitely is a is a whole different animal it's yeah. a completely different animal but there's just some things that you got to get out creatively and i feel like they're so different but they're so both very fulfilling to me you know i love that okay so i want to close it out with two rapid fire games let's go okay first one is a round of would you rather oh great so i want to know would you rather these are easy ones okay all right, we'll, we'll get a little more fun in the <laughs> in, in the second game uh would you rather collab with nick jonas or justin timberlake i read that those are two that you look up to good question i would have to go with jt though because he's yeah. like he's like legendary the dude. like he, yeah he's the actor musician producer and a, a, a very well-rounded um entertainment like dick van dyke type of yeah. well-rounded entertainer that i aspire to be so gotta go with jt and my wife he, he's the only man my wife is allowed to have a crush on hall so, pass yeah, oh. hall, hall pass for jt <laughs> so it's all good okay uh bring back vine or kill instagram forever uh kill instagram oh forever. you're all about the vine no 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 like oh i thought you were talking about like leave vine and it never exists no either bring it back or completely kill instagram or actually, no. That question is yeah, stupid. No, no. I don't want Vine. To, I want I, Vine is was ran its course and it's and it's, and it's done. It's a historical and thing. And let and, Instagram yeah, live. If on. I had to choose, I would I would keep Instagram. And I also like more d- unique ways to create too. It's not just a six second like looping thing. It yeah. was it was great for a season, but but I would say like it's run its course. Yeah, and you it's, got the photos, the yeah. slides, the videos, yeah. the stories. You got it all. So many more options there. Okay. This next game is called Last Thing. And it's a rapid fire, uh, five quick questions of the last time you did each of these things. Okay. Okay. First one, uh, last person you text and what did it say? Last person I text was, can I, can I look? Yeah. Go okay, for it. Okay, cool. Oh gosh. This is like, this is like really real. Um, I, last person I text was my wife and it was LOL. Oh, that's cute. Because she, she went to like an Instagram, like beach meetup where there was a bunch of like Instagram people. And then I asked, is Doug the pug there? <laughs> and she just replied, LOL, LOL. Okay. So that was the last thing that... Last time you had a hangover. Wow. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to... All right. I'm going to be real here. So I <laughs> just... I just I'll, I'll try to be I'll try to be quick with Go. this, but I was just home for, for two weeks in Florida visiting family, uh, just kind of having a little mini summer vacay. Uh, but it was my 10-year high school reunion. Mm. Like I'm feeling like old Wow. Now. You look like 21. 
uh, I appreciate that <laughs> coming on 29. So it's okay. Uh, but I went and we, I hung out with some friends and we stayed out late and we didn't have a huge formal reunion because nowadays with social media, it's like reunions are like a thing of the past and people see like what each other's doing. But I was like, I want to get together with some people cause I live in LA and I want to see you guys. So like a group of like 30 of us got together and I wasn't like blasted, like really bad, but like it was more than I had in a while. And I woke up the next day and I was just like, uh, I don't not feel like getting up right now. <laughs> uh, last time you got late. I'll just say recently. Okay. <laughs> I'm married. Come on. Last. Well, some people think it goes down when you get married. Like it's not as often. I would have to say that's incorrect. Okay. My boy. <laughs> uh, so your wife might be pregnant soon. Good to know. At uh, some point it's going to happen. I'm just being real. Last song you listened to. Can I check the Spotify? Yeah, to, sure. For, for like absolute. Sure. Proof. We did also just listen to Cody John's jackpot. Uh, I was actually listening to episode 135 of No Filter. Oh. Do you remember? Oh, wow. That's guess? quite a while. Oh, I don't remember the guest. Uh, that's okay. I don't know. That was like 25 episodes ago. Yeah. No, it was great though. I was listening to a few of them. Wait, hold Thank on. You. Last song. I would say, oh, I was listening to uh, Kanye and um, and Kid Cudi's uh, album, uh, Reborn, the song Reborn from Kid Sea Ghost. I'm so, I'm so reborn. I love I'm it. moving forward. Closing question to close out the show. Um, if you had to give advice to your 20-year-old self, what would it be? My 20-year-old self? Mm-hmm. I would say stop stressing and just keep doing uh, – go go the path that you're feeling and, and don't change anything and try not to stress as much. That's what I would say. I love it. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Thank you, Cody Johns. Where can people go and follow you and listen to your music? Hey, it's really simple, guys. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Cody. That's at Cody. It. Yeah, it's That's super it. easy. That's and it. your music links are all there, too? Absolutely. And your tour dates are available at? It'll just be at uh, CodyJohnsMusic.com when the time is ready. Link in bio? Yeah, as <laughs> always. <laughs> and you can follow me at Just Plain Zach. Don't forget to listen to Hashtag No Filter every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the places because we're everywhere. So go subscribe uh, and leave me a nice review because I like those and I need your validation. Um, and until then, I'm going to be listening to Jackpot by Cody Johnson. Probably going to be you know looping some of his mu- music on Spotify in between episodes of Hashtag No Filter. Wow. (laughs) But in between then, um, I, yeah, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna chill and I will talk to you guys next week. Okay, bye. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself. 
with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.